0: Hey, welcome back to the Progress Podcast. Today, I am so excited to share with you a chat I had with the amazing Carly Marie. So Carly is a coach, mentor, master of motivational intelligence, and author of the Wall Street Journal best-selling book, Soul Modes. So from her coaching and mentorships to her courses, books, and her podcast, Genius Unleashed, Carly's mission is to help women unlock the magic that has always been inside them. Carly's unique soul modes model has helped thousands of women all over the world finally understand and harness their inner motivation. And if you feel like you're someone who cycles between many different moods and energy levels throughout the course of a day, I know that I definitely do. This is an absolute must listen. So in the interview, I chatted with the absolute powerhouse that is Carly about how to stop putting yourself in a box as a multi-passionate entrepreneur or creative why every woman actually has four different women inside of us which manifest as different soul modes, how these fluctuating soul modes differ from our menstrual cycles, ADHD and mood disorders, how to embrace each of the soul modes, the process of writing a book and how she landed hers right at the top of the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list in the first few months, the role of manifestation and spirituality in Carly's success, and so much more. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast just as much as I enjoyed having our chat. Hey, Carly, welcome to the Progress Podcast. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to chat to you today because you have so many exciting things going on and you've had such an incredible career journey. Um, but just to start off with, I, you know, you're a coach, you're an entrepreneur, you're an author, but I would love to know where you, where you started from and what you were doing before you kind of moved into the, I guess, self-development world
1: yeah great well I mean it's like how far back do you go right (laughs) um how long have I been a bit weird for and and creating all these bizarre and wonderful things um Yeah, look, I think I'm going to go from around about when my marriage broke down, um, was when I was working as a resume writer, I'd I'd become a mother, my marriage broke down, all of a sudden I got some some pretty uh, heartbreaking news about some things that had been going on and it sent me on this kind of journey of having my whole identity kind of pulled out from under me, I'm like, who am I if I'm not his wife, who am I? And I was running this little business and I had my little kid and I was ready to have my second kid and all of that. And then um, everything kind of, yeah, got this this life plan that I had got pulled up from underneath me. And and that began a process. I'd already been a little bit into personal development. I'd grown up. My auntie lived with us and she was like a Buddhist and a yoga teacher. So there was always this kind of like spiritual flavor of personal development going on in my house. And But then at this point, I kind of just went, well, who even am I? And it's I think it's the way for a lot of people. It's like something happens that makes them really look at their life And that sent me on this journey of really going inwards and I started to journal and I started to look at all sort of different natural kind of healing therapies and things like that and throughout that process I just learned a lot about myself and I learned that I am not the same all the time and that I don't want the same things all the time and what came from that was this realisation of this thing that I now call soul modes that I ended up putting into a book um, that has become this Wall Street Journal bestseller and is changing a bunch of lives and I'm really proud of what I created but it came out of very deep pain and it came out of this very deep journey of questioning what is life all about and what am I here for and, and what do I need in order to feel okay because I had a little girl I needed to be okay. I couldn't just give up on life and fall in a heap. I had to figure out how to be okay. And so I was kind of just unapologetically, radically taking care of myself. And through that I figured out what it is that I need and I started to recognize some of the same things in other people because I was I was running a resume writing business, which meant I was also doing some career coaching. So I was working with mums returning to work mostly and I could sort of see these patterns playing out for other people. And so I, I guess I just kind of embarked on this little research project around women and around feminine energy and masculine energy and belief and all these different things. I started reading all these books and just really exploring life. I enrolled in a psychology degree, which I never ended up actually doing because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be.
0: <laughs> you realise you have to do statistics. Yeah. <laughs> that's what gets most big. I'm studying
1: psych at the moment. I'm like, you? what is this? No. <laughs> Um so it was kind of it went more I guess a little bit more of a spiritual path I started reading a lot of like Eckhart Tolle and um you know some of these people that really explored you know the meaning of life and and you know philosophers and and it's been a bit like that ever since and I'm just really fascinated by life and by people and particularly by motivation by what motivates us what drives us and what holds us back so that's what I write about that's what I teach about that's what I talk about I had a bit of a a kind of a business coaching chapter there, Um, but I'm feeling really called now. My books are more about, about life, about all different areas of life and about how we can understand ourselves so that we can get the results we want in our lives, but not through forcing and pushing and trying to make ourselves do things, but instead kind of appeal to those natural inner motivators that are there when we give them space to breathe and to be heard and to be tapped into things can you know I talk about doing life like magic it, it kind of that's what happens when we get out you know they say get out of our own way but that's kind of is it is what happens when we stop trying to force ourselves to do things and get to know what actually works for us and kind of write the manual to our own selves things can start to happen like magic it's pretty cool
0: yeah I mean there's so many things that I want to delve more into like soul modes and doing life like magic like so many fascinating concepts that I guess, you know, your sort of intellectual property that you've come up with there. But I think it's so interesting that your journey kind of started from, I guess, that, yeah, I don't want to say rock bottom, but that sort of dark place and realising this life that you had mapped out might not necessarily be where your future's going. Um, But I wanted to ask you, and I think this kind of ties into the Soul Modes concept, did you throughout that journey kind of realize that you didn't have to be just one thing and that it was okay to be multi passionate and like not box yourself in?
1: Yeah, like to be a bit all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> I've had such an interesting relationship with kind of like niching and trying to like pick like what's mm. my thing. And at times I've felt it, I I've, I've found it to be so stifling to try and like sum myself up in an elevator pitch, you know? And so I think it's been a bit of a journey of just embracing that I am a multifaceted, I'm multilayered, we all are, and we can't be summed up in a sentence. I mean, we can try, but I guess it's given me permission to just to evolve and... To let people kind of choose what I'm going to represent to them, right? Some people follow me on social media because I remind them, you know, of, of what they're capable of. And other people follow me because I remind them of, you know, it's okay to be human. Or, you know, I'm, I mean different things to different people as so would you as, as we all kind of do. We all get to, to bring magic and wisdom into each other's lives. But a lot of that happens more naturally than we realize just through... Being who we are and sharing our hearts and so you know I've written two books now I'm working on the third one the second's about to come out any day now as soon as Australia Post gets me my gosh darn test print it's just taking forever (laughs) um but (laughs) yeah it's it's um each one is entirely different each one is a different piece of me it's like having children right like each one comes out and and it's like they're all different and they're all going to be what they're going to be and I think these creations whether it's our business or these different projects and different things that we do in our lives we've sort of got to let them become what they're here to become and let them be bigger than us and so I think that's probably a big part of what the journey's been for me yeah
0: yeah I love that I think that's such a like bs thing in the sort of online business and coaching world especially that you have to like neatly niche and sum yourself up in like a 150 word Instagram bio and it's it's just not how it works. I would love to hear a little bit more about your soul modes framework and how you came up with that and what it sort of looks like because yeah like I said I think it's such a fascinating concept that I haven't heard of before.
1: Yeah yeah so I mean it hasn't been around that long I only put the book out in 2019 so and before that look uh, when I was going through my breakup and I started seeing a new person and I went into this relationship going, I am not going to bring the my habit of not sharing what I need into this relationship. I'm going to come into this relationship communicating really well what it is that I need in order to feel filled up. So I don't feel like I'm, you know, I don't know, not nourished by this relationship. So I went into it kind of going, okay, this is how I feel today. This is what I need today. And so, and by this point, I'd been through the part of this healing journey and I'd noticed that there were different versions of me at different times. And so I started to give those kind of nicknames. There was like the wild woman version of me who was like all fired up and wanted to take on the world and was like really creative and was like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this. And then there was this like hibernating bear version of me who just felt a little bit fragile a little bit soft just wanted to be kind of left alone wanted quiet wanted stillness felt a little bit teary uh, wanted to be taken care of then there was this superhuman version of me that was like really logical very you know good at problem solving very practical quite independent then there was this sparkly fairy version of me who was the one who was very like quite feminine, It's the one who I would find myself putting lipstick on and having music playing and feeling really playful and wanting to like pl- just sit on the floor and play with my daughter and things like that. So I realized that I was moving through these in order, wild mode, bear mode, super mode and sparkle mode. And so when I went into this relationship, I would kind of use that to communicate with him and I would be like, I'm in wild mode, which means like I'm a bit fiery, and you know, I just want to clean out this cupboard, or I just want to kind of get this done. And he would realize that I wasn't angry at him; it's just the energy that I was in. And I found it really, really helpful <laughs> to be able to communicate that way. And I would talk about it with other people, but I didn't. I didn't have an explanation for why it was happening, so I started trying to seek that out. And I came across this thing: um, the four phases of the menstrual cycle and how we move through these four different phases and how um, it's like in week one of our cycle, we feel like this and in week two of our cycle, we feel like that. And I went, oh, maybe it's that. But I realized that I was actually cycling through the four different modes much more quickly and I worked out it had nothing to do with my menstrual cycle and very quickly in this relationship I got pregnant so I wasn't having a menstrual cycle so I knew for sure it had nothing to do with my menstrual cycle so I just started I'm googling my butt off here going what is this why is it that I'm moving through these kind of moods and I was googling like mood disorders (laughs) like trying to work out what is this thing? And I just couldn't find anything. And I started to talk to other people about it because I was I was career coaching. So I would start to tell people. And a few people had asked me for business coaching because I, my business was going really well. And and people. So I was business coaching to people who wanted to start up their businesses. And I could be. I was like, okay. So it feels like you're probably in bear mode, and which means super mode's coming next. And then they'd be messaging me, going, Oh my god, I'm in super mode. You're right. Like, what is this? Oh my gosh, you need to like write a book about this or something. What is this? So. I did. I wrote a book and I told the world about it. And I, I thought when I put this book out, someone's going to turn around and go, oh, yeah, no, someone's already written about that. That's already a thing. But two years later, they haven't. It seems to be a thing that we just we haven't realized or it's been lost. You know, when we're being burned as witches, <laughs> that that wisdom has been lost somewhere along the way. Um, but it is it does seem to be something that affects every not all women, because it seems to be more about feminine core people so people who the people who are kind of feel like we're all over the place up down left right right like one day we want to do everything the next day we want to do nothing and there doesn't seem to be an explanation for it so i have had some men say to me i feel this too i've had lots of say gay men say it to me i've had trans people say it to me lots of different people so when i say women i'm using kind of you know really kind of broad way to describe it but what i'm actually saying is feminine core people um yep. and it it is quite remarkable to understand this about yourself and to realize that oh i'm not lazy or stupid i'm just in bear mode and don't feel like doing anything today and that's absolutely fine and the more i give into my bear mode and fill my bear cup like each mode comes with a cup to fill i fill that bear cup and then suddenly super mode comes and you'll see me writing lists and ticking it off and cleaning my house and sorting my spire's cupboard and writing 10 posts in a day and you know and you kind of just ride the wave rather than fighting against it yes i absolutely love this because
0: i can resonate so much with it. i'm definitely one of those people who is like yes this is me i i definitely cycle through all of these phases and i feel like i do cycle through them pretty quickly yeah and you know i like you used to think oh you know maybe it is a menstrual cycle kind of thing and maybe too much information but i've been on the pill for a long time so i don't have that normal cycle and i still go through these phases all the time and I was actually recently diagnosed with ADHD and I feel like I wonder if you find that people with ADHD especially resonate with this because you do get those stages where you like you feel like you can take on the world you've got all the energy in the world you've got all the ideas and then sort of the next minute you crash but then there are these cycles in between um, that aren't so extreme so yeah I think it's super interesting and I was curious like are there ways that you can Do you kind of just have to ride the wave, or can you tap into these stages when you need them, or more so are there Sort of things that you can embrace about each stage like you know say i'm in bear mode like what's the best thing to do when, I, <laughs> when i'm in bear
1: mode <laughs> yeah totally look the best thing you can do is surrender to it like give into it yeah. it's it's what you're gonna kind of it's like trying to swim with a wave or against it you can try and mm. fight it and you, you can be in bear mode and be like no i'm gonna tap into my inner super mode you can try but you're swimming against a wave if you can just go well i'm in bear mode so i'm gonna give my bear what she's asking for then that's going to fill. So thinking about it as four cups to fill, I think, really helps because if you fill that cup, it will be over more quickly. So for people like you and I who shift really quickly and probably a lot of your listeners are people who shift very quickly. So I go through all four in a day a lot of the time, right? I go through them in two hours sometimes. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that the reason for that is because we are people who are very self-aware. We know what we need, we know when we need it. Like, you know when it's time to shut the laptop and move your body, right? You know when it's time to go, I'm taking an afternoon nap today. You know when you're like, you know what? I am gonna stay up till midnight and work tonight because that's what I feel like doing. So people who give themselves permission to do what feels good for them to do in the moment, those people tend to shift really quickly. The people who are more like, no, it's Monday morning, so I'm going to do my admin. You know, I go to bed at eight o'clock because I said I would, and they kind of like have this bit more regimented approach. They tend to move more slowly because, you know, for instance, in super mode, what's going to fill your super cup is to get some things done. But if you're like, no, I'm going to force myself to go to bed at 8 p.m. because that's what this book told me I need to do, um, you're not filling your super cup, which means your super will last longer, but it won't be as intense. So I think a lot of the people, particularly those with ADHD, my daughter has ADHD, I've read, you know, a lot of books about it and I don't experience it myself but I see it in her and I have clients who have ADHD and what I see in them is they feel the modes very intensely and they shift through them very quickly Um, because a lot of the time, like, you know, with the hyper-focus, for instance, you'll hit super mode or wild mode and you'll get so hyper-focused on the thing, whether the thing is decluttering your whole house or, you know, out color coding your bookshelf you know those random things that you're just like I have to do this now I'm so hyper focused on it that'll fill your wild cup or fill your super cup so quickly right and then yeah. for some people like their bear mode lasts really long or their sparkle mode lasts really long so for someone who for instance maybe lives alone doesn't have family close by is quite isolated Um, maybe there's not as many opportunities for them to fill their sparkle cup. Like I'm surrounded, I homeschool two kids, I can fill my sparkle cup up in 10 minutes because they're always there, they're with me, I just will play with them, have a cuddle with them, you know, things like that, that's going to fill my sparkle cup. Whereas, you know, when I'm, say I'm on holidays or I'm away from my kids, my sparkle mood might take a little bit more to fill up. I might do some beauty stuff, I might dance, I might, you know, catch up with a friend or something like that and that's going to fill it up. So, I think looking at it that way helps because you just give into it, which means you get to feel the beauty of that mode really intensely. Like, all of them are great when you don't fight it and when you know what it is. So, bear mode, if you don't know what bear mode is and you suddenly feel unmotivated you know a bit tired some of the the negative self-talk might get a little bit louder because it's a little bit foggier up in our mind we can't just distract ourselves so some of those underlying subconscious beliefs and thoughts kind of come up to the surface a little bit more so in bare mode if you don't know what it is it can feel like this self-doubt spiral when actually it's just supposed to be a beautiful time for healing to meditate to journal to take a nap, to take a walk, to just take a bath, to be with yourself, but a lot of the hus- hustle culture like conditions us out of doing those things, because those things are only supposed to be done as a reward once you've got all your work done, whereas if you're in bear mode, the best thing you can do is shut the laptop, go take a nap, get bear mode over and done with within a couple of hours, and then super mode will kick in and it's so annoying sometimes super mode kicks in at like ten thirty at night yeah like, <laughs> like where were you at 10 <laughs> <laughs> right like i was spent all afternoon just sleeping laying around doing nothing when my kids were being looked after you know feeling a bit bad about it and then super mode kicks in and like you know or it's like dinner time i have to make them dinner or something it's like oh god so annoying um, but when you know it about yourself, you know, it's fine. Supermode will come around again tomorrow and I'll get some things done then. it just allows you to take the pressure off yourself a bit.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think you're right. Like the inner turmoil comes when you beat yourself up about it or you fight against it. And you're like, well, i meant to be like really productive and creative right now. But like, if you're not there, you're not there. But it just makes it like you'd be so much better off just leaning into it and, you know, going out for a walk or just like listening to music rather than yeah, trying to fight against it. So I love it. And I think there's a bit of a myth that productivity needs to be like a one size fits all solution. And it's just it's just not how it works at all. So exactly. I absolutely Exactly
1: Yeah, like productivity looks different in each mode. But the version of productivity productivity in super mode is the one that we all get congratulated for, right? Oh, look at you, you're getting so many things done, you're so organised, wow, right? Because that's the
0: visible one. Yeah. You can see, you know, the other important things like energising yourself. Like that's, yep. I say that to my clients, like that is productive. Like you Absolutely. need that to do your job, but that people don't see that or it can, you know, come across as, as lazy. So I Absolutely. think we do need to celebrate all of the <laughs> parts of what it means to be productive
1: and well-balanced. Totally. That's the beautiful thing is when you follow the modes, you can't be anything other than balanced, right? Because about, you know, say about 25% of the time you want to rest and heal and, and, you know, reflect. And about 25% of the time you want to just be organized and take tangible action. And about 25% of the time you just want to be fine and present. And, you know, if you're into manifestation, Sparkle Modes, beautiful energy for manifestation. We can really feel deep gratitude and joy and high vibration, right? And then about 25% of the time we're in wild mode, which is when we just have no tolerance for anything that's not serving us. So it's when we suddenly like, oh, I'm ditching that program or I'm launching a new coaching package or, oh my God, I'm going to do a podcast. Like it's, it's that big picture kind of energy. So if you think about it, if you really can just give into it as much as possible, you can't be anything but balanced. You're going to do the tangible work. You're going to do the big picture work. You're going to do the the kind of externally connecting with people around you. You're going to do the internal connecting within yourself. So it's a really cool way to do life, to do it with this awareness. Yes, I need to read this immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the second we
0: jump off this call, I'm, I'm ordering it. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you, I feel like, you know, you seem to be very consistent with like showing up online and you seem to do it in a very magnetic way i'm gonna bet that you know that sort of attraction marketing is probably a big part of your business what mode do you find is best for showing up online and being on lives and reels and that kind of thing because that's something that i personally struggle with like getting into the right energy and mindset and i tend to try and push it you know i try and do it at like 7 p.m after like i've already had a long day of work so yeah do you find there's a mode that's most conducive to that
1: I think the best thing we can do to build a social media following of people who see us as a human being who they relate to, but they also kind of like, I don't know, admire or look to for wisdom and guidance and things like that, is to show up through all the modes, like let people see all those parts of you. We see those people who just schedule their posts when they're in super mode. And all we see is the super version of them, right? The super structured, super logical. You know, they they feel like this magical robot unicorn. Um, that they must always be like that. And deep down, we know that's not actually true, right? So I think if we can show up through all the modes, but there are different types of content that feel good for me to create in each mode. So in wild mode, I love to live stream. I love to just get on a live stream and just open my mouth and see what comes out and just get in the vibes. It takes a lot of trust in yourself to do that. I've been doing it a long time, but I call them like my wild mode downloads. I just come and like, here we go. And then in sparkle mode, I love to make reels because it's music and it's funny and it's silly um in super mode i quite like to do things like go and pull snippets from my courses that i've made pull quotes turn them into quote cards like get a little bit more technical with what i'm doing and in bare mode i just love to write i just love to i don't need to be seen i just write and i just open my heart and pour it out Um, So I guess, you know, I can create content at any time in any mode, but it's going to look different and it's going to have a different energy about it. And allowing all of those pieces to come through, I think it really allows your audience to to know you, to feel you, and they're going to relate with you because when you think about the people that are seeing your content, about a quarter of them are in wild mode right now and about a quarter of them are in bear mode right now. Now, the interesting thing about selling is that if you have a look at your program, so if you sell coaching, your people are going to buy when they're in wild mode. So the best thing you can do is create sales content that appeals to their wild mode. So like, I see you, I see what you can be, I feel your potential, like that kind of energy. If you're selling wall planners you're only selling to super mode people no one's buying a wall planner in sparkle mode or bear mode and in wild mode they're not interested in a wall planner in wild mode they're just they're like they want to take over the world like it's bigger it's a bigger energy than that so this is really helpful if you sell something on the internet because I see a yeah. lot of people trying to sell to people's bear modes right like you know I, aren't you sick of feeling not good enough and all of that and the bear modes are like yes I am sick of that but the people in bear mode are also like I can't spend money I'm scared right whereas in wild mode it's like take my money I don't care I'm ready to take over the world so it's really helpful to know this particularly if someone buys a coaching package with you and then the next day has a bit of a freak out it's like oh, I don't know I don't know if I should have done this you know they've just hit bear mode so You can love them through that, you can say, look, let's give it 24 hours, if you're still not sure, I'll refund you or whatever your personal policy is, but you know they're probably actually going to hit super in that time and they're going to go, no, let's do it, let's go because their confidence is back. So understanding this if you run an online business is absolute gold yeah I love this I mean this could be a whole course in and of itself Absolutely. if you don't already have it like
0: how to build a content strategy around it because yeah. yeah it is important to know not only about ourselves but being able to recognize in other people what modes they're going through as well because yeah. we tend to forget that other people have <laughs> their own universes and yeah. are just as multifaceted as we are um, so it, God, it's so helpful in so many different ways And switching modes a bit, um, you've written multiple books, which is incredible, congratulations. Um, Tell me a little bit about the process of writing those. Did you self-publish them? Did you work with a traditional publisher, a mix?
1: yeah yeah, hear it. yeah. look I love book writing I think that's my life's work it's which of course is the thing that I'm most resistant to but in terms of the how that I did it the first one fell out of me really easily because I didn't make it a big deal I wasn't an author yet the second one was harder because it's like oh now you've got to back it up right you can't be a one-hit wonder so it's funny how much the more meaning we attach to things that the more resistance we tend to have to them Obviously, um, My advice to anyone who wants to write a book is get it out of you as fast as you can. Like, write a thousand words a day for a month and get your draft done because you will grow so much through that process because it takes you so deep, like, with your own work, your elbows deep in your own work, which means as you're doing that, as your elbows deep in it, you just grow and you just discover more about yourself. Anyway, um, so... Write it quickly is what I would say. Now, I did self-publish the first one, but I worked with like a publisher's advocate in America. I really wanted to hit some bestseller lists in America. At least I wanted to give myself a good shot of doing that. And it's easier to do that if you've got a US publisher label. So what I did was I did self-publish it, but I worked with like this consultant who you pay to work with you and he's really good at um, understanding the American market. And so I paid him a bunch of money and he helped me to get onto the Wall Street Journal bestseller list, which is fantastic. So his label is actually on the book that came out. Um, But yes that was amazing and then I got contacted by a New York publisher who said we want to we want to take on the book we want to get it in bookstores and all of that COVID has made it very difficult to get into bookstores and all that sort of thing COVID hit right after the book came out so um, it's been a little bit trickier but now that first book is with a publisher but with my second book I have fully self-published it Um, and it's just on Amazon and all that and it will come out in the next couple weeks and I'll do that again and the reason why I wanted to do that and do the whole thing myself was I want to help other people to do that because I know there are so many people walking around with their book inside of them and you walk around with your book inside of you and not out in the world for long enough it starts to get heavy it's like being pregnant like 40 weeks pregnant it's like get this thing out of me I cannot carry it around anymore and I see a lot of people doing that with their books, so I really, I think that's part of what I'm here to do, is to help other people birth their books as well, because it's been enormous for me, you know, like I had a a six-figure business before I've launched my book, but I had a multi six-figure business pretty quickly after launching my first book, right, like it did big things in my business, and so I think it can be a really big thing for a lot of people, but they put it off. They're like, when I'm successful, whatever that means, right? Whatever the next thing they're going for, then I'll do my book and I'm like, get it out now because it it might be the thing that gets you where you're going, you know? Yeah. And thank you for being so transparent about the
0: process as well. Yeah, like kinda. I think it's so helpful to people to hear you know what's involved and I think you know people think oh if I want to be an author I have to do the traditional publishing route and there's so much like self-publishing is so lucrative and you have so much more control over it and you know you can always self-publish and then go the traditional route later so yeah thank you for being open about the process (laughs) so what is sorceress about so that's about more the doing life like magic
1: yeah it's sort of like manifestation vibes (laughs) so we go into because with soul modes as you know we can go in any any direction with it we can talk relationships we can talk selling you know we can talk health and fitness and motivation like there are so many different angles we can go so that book is really about like working with energy um, working with your beliefs and, you know, working with bare mode to notice what your limiting beliefs are and moving them out and shifting them around so that you can create the life that you want. So it's it's for the, I guess I would say it's for the people that are into manifestation, law of attraction. If that's your vibe, you'll love Sorceress. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And has that played a big part in your life? You know, like manifesting things? Like, have there been any really big things that came to life that because of manifestation?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many things. Like, it's just... That's the thing, with, I guess, with my spiritual beliefs and believing, you know, that the universe has my back, you know, to quote Gabby Bernstein, um, is because I just see evidence of it over and over, but I see evidence of it because I'm looking for evidence of it. I'm not looking for evidence that life is out to get me. I'm looking for evidence that life is looking out for me. And when we do that, when we, when that's what we're constantly seeking, then it's what we constantly see. You know, we'll, we'll find evidence of what we believe to be true. So Sorceress is a little bit like that. Um, yeah. where it's, you know, what do you want? Firstly, I open the book with the question, what do you want? Because we grow up not being asked that question. We grow up being asked, you know, oh, God, what do you want now? Jesus, you know, I find myself doing it with my kid. I'm like, with both my kids, I'm like, oh, God, haven't I given you enough? Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what we get as kids, right? Because we're full of desire as children. We've got this hunger for life. And it can get conditioned out of us. And so this book is a little bit about bringing that back, like what do you want, it's okay to have desires, let's tap into them, because desire is an incredible motivator, you know, and particularly as feminine core people, accountability. often we're looking for accountability. So we get ourselves a coach because that'll make us accountable, but accountability isn't actually a very strong driver for the feminine, but connection is. So if you have a coach who you deeply connect with and you feel this you know, really beautiful connection to, that will motivate you. Less so than just, oh, I'm accountable to this person because I paid her money. And desire is a massively strong motivator for the feminine. And um, so, you know, let's tap into that and let that guide us and be a visionary. See our lives for what it could be rather than for what it is. I mean, appreciate what it is, but also be tapping into that visionary energy, particularly in wild mode. That's when we can we can see so clearly what's available to us. But when we live in a society that says, you know, sit down, shut up, cross your legs and be pretty, like, it's difficult to be in that fired up. This is what I want. I want to grab life with both hands. So it's kind of about unlocking and unleashing some of that. I love that. And the next book, what was the the third book? <laughs> yeah, third book's Formidable. So I'm only about a third of the way into writing that one, so it'll probably be mid-next year that that comes out. But Formidable, the tagline for that one is The Land of Plenty Lies Outside the Cage of Conditioning. So it's about the good girl programming, the perfectionism programming, the people-pleasing, You know, all of that that is just programming, conditioning, the way that we've been taught to be and how like this beautiful land of plenty that exists outside of that when we can be you know who we truly are at our essence and and I speak a little bit about what I've learned as a mother and from watching children and from watching how natural those instincts are in them and then to see as we get older how we get conditioned um and so it's about keeping ourselves free keeping ourselves wild and 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 just it's a it's a beautiful flow on from sorceress actually yeah
0: Yeah, I love that and you mentioned perfectionism, people pleasing, you kind of touched on imposter syndrome earlier when you were saying about writing the second book, you know, when there's that expectation, it's like, oh, like, you're having to live up to it. Are these things that show up a lot in your own life, like, especially like in the early stages of starting a business and how did you break through that?
1: Yeah, I mean, the beautiful thing when I started my business, I sort of did it by accident because I was just at home. I'd had a corporate job and I was at home with a baby. And so I'm like, oh, I could do some admin work for some people from home. So then I kind of went, well, I'll get myself an ABN and suddenly I'm a business owner. I didn't become a business owner because... I got, like, was in this business coaching kind of industry, I kind of just stumbled upon it. So I went into it with no expectations and no didn't have much conditioning around what it meant to have a business or run a business. And so I made, I'm like, I'll make a Facebook page. That makes sense. And I'll do an Instagram. Okay, off we go. Oh, I feel like doing a blog. So I very much just kind of put one foot in front of the other and kept on going. And so I think that was helpful. My naivety was an asset going in. Um, now, the, probably some of the imposter syndrome stuff came up when I spent too much time looking at what other people were doing. Comparison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know, and so I just know that I have to manage that balance well. To look what other people are doing for inspiration, and then look away, like not just be all day looking at my social media feed of all these people doing what I want to be doing. You know, um, and because it can. So recently, I was reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle, fantastic book. And I noticed that I I think I probably hit a bear mode and I started to go like, oh God, I think this is, Formidable is gonna be too much like this and people are gonna think I'm trying to be Glennon Doyle. And so I kind of just went "Oh, I'm gonna put that book down for a bit and I'm just gonna disconnect a little bit and I'm gonna reconnect to my book. So I think it's this balance between connecting with what other people are doing, but staying more anchored in what you're doing, what you wanna do and remembering that if you are really truly here to be a leader, you're going to be doing stuff that people haven't done and when you're doing something no one's done it looks like insanity like it looks crazy you look like a complete rogue but that's kind of what leaders do so I think if we can really define for ourselves what leadership actually is leadership often looks like complete madness and I think that that can be a really fun energy to play with when you just embrace it and you don't make it mean anything you know Yeah, I think when you show up as your
0: whole authentic self, like it's impossible to copy anyone or for anyone to copy you because (laughs) as cliche as it sounds, there is only one you. So if you're showing up as your true self, then you really are in a
1: lane of your own. Absolutely. There's no one who can do that. You're the one person. The one unique thing you've got is your you-ness. So, you know, ride it, play with it, crank it up. Yeah.
0: Um, and I know that there's probably going to be no sort of typical answer for this, but I was going to ask you, like, what does an average day look like for you? What do you spend a lot of your work day doing or does it
1: change a lot depending
0: on what mode you're in?
1: Yeah, it does. That's a thing. Like, you know, I mean, often my modes will get into a groove where I'm going through a four in a day. So I might be waking up in bare mode every day. And then, you know, spending the late morning in super mode and the afternoon in sparkle and then hitting wild at night. So when that happens and I'm in that groove, then the days do look quite similar day to day, particularly because I homeschool my kids. So they're always around. Um, So what I tend to do is like, but then it'll shift. Suddenly I'm waking up in super, right? So... I don't have a morning routine. I think I'm quite different to a lot of people in that regard in that I don't have a morning routine. My mornings look different depending which mode I'm in. If I'm in sparkle mode, the first thing I'm going to do is wash my hair and curl it and put makeup on and choose a pretty dress and have music playing while I'm doing it. If I wake up in bear mode, I'm sleeping until the very last minute I possibly can and then I'm journaling and then I'm putting on stretchy pants, right? If I wake up in super mode, I'm going to have bing, eyes open at 6 a.m., journal, check my email, send some messages to my team, blah, blah, blah. So I think a lot of time people try and like lock something in and then it doesn't feel good anymore and instead of changing it, they're like, no, I have to stick with this, I must commit, you know. And I think that's when people just start to get like tired and be like, I don't want to do this, this sucks. So basically I go through my day, I mean I've got things scheduled in just like this interview and I could have rocked up to this interview in in bear mode or cycle mode or whatever and, and it would have been a different flavour of, interview but yeah basically I wake up in the morning and ask myself how do I feel but I don't ask myself which mode am I in therefore what should I do it's like what do I feel like doing I feel like washing my hair and curling it okay well hello sparkle mode right or if I'm yeah. like, I don't want to get out of bed. Well, hello bear mode. It does. It's not like I go, which mode am I in? It's based on what I'm doing and what I feel like doing is what tells me which mode I'm in.
0: Yeah, and it might be, it might change how you show up and however you show up. Like you said about socials, you know, it might be your bare self, it might be your sparkle yeah. self, and it's knowing that whatever <laughs> state you're showing up in, that's you know, that's right, and people are going to connect with some element of it. Absolutely, so I, love, I love that approach. And what is next
1: for you in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, I want to do my next book. I want to get my next book out next year. Um, I'm going to, I have a program called the Soul Modes Mentor Certification. So people come and they learn, pardon me. Um, people learn, um, they basically learn how to use Soul Modes in their coaching or mentoring business. Um, so, you know, say if someone's a personal trainer, they might come and learn Soul Modes and, Use soul modes to create a training program for their clients right here's your bear mode training here's your super mode training that sort of thing right so i have that program and that's getting a big revamp in the new year um for and i'm kind of splitting it out for people for someone who's like say they're brand new they don't have a coaching business at all but they want to there's going to be a program for them and then there's going to be one for someone's already like a practitioner and they just want to add it on, there'll be a program for them. So that's in the new year. I'm going to be really focused on that because soul modes, it just needs to be everywhere. It needs to be all around the whole wide world. Well, it is, but people just don't know about it. I want people to know about it and I want it to be being talked about in, in the fitness community and in the beauty community and in the business community and the Christian community and the spiritual community and, you know, all of these areas, which means... Like, there sort of needs to be different messengers talking about it. So that's my focus going into 2022 is taking it wider than just me and having it be a real movement. So I'm having a lot of fun playing with reels and using reels to portray the modes um, and maybe hoping at some point something goes viral and, you know, <laughs> it gets in front of some, a whole bunch of people because I think it's really – it's beautiful healing. It's, a, it, it's very healing to understand this about yourself and to realise you're not broken you're not all over the place it's it's exactly how you're supposed to be and it's not something you need to fix about yourself it's something you can embrace and work with and i just think that can only be a good thing in the world yeah
0: absolutely i can think of about (laughs) 20 people off the top of my head i'm like who need to know this so yep take it worldwide everyone everyone needs to know about it uh and where can everyone find you
1: online yeah so i've got a podcast it's called genius unleashed um and I'm between seasons at the moment but there's some good stuff there about soul modes and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram just search Carly Marie Mm -hmm. and you'll find me cool we'll pop
0: up those links in the show notes as well but Carly thank you so much for coming on today like it was just an absolute joy to chat to you I love how you do life how you do business I love the soul modes framework so yeah thank you so much for your time today such a pleasure thank you